0: This
1: is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and
0: Ashy. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors Club podcast. We are back at the Clyde One Studios. We've got brand new intro jingles. Ashy, that's the best one yet, I reckon.
1: Uh, it's the best one, yet. I like that my uh, nickname is now Ashy. Of that's course. what I'm actually
0: known as, so... Uh, good to see that's been changed. And speaking of nicknames, we are joined by the one and only Stinger Hastings.
1: Stinger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've been talking about you a lot on this podcast, mate. You've been the topic of conversation the first opening week. Oh, so. I hope it's all been good stuff. Nothing nasty. Well, you've been listening, so you know.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, so, tell us about Stinger. Where did that come from? Uh, I think it was a bit colleague. Gibbons um, started calling me Stinger. And then Ashley hopped on the bandwagon Aye. I was uh, walking from the changing room at Scottston mm-hmm. down towards the physio room
1: And Cully was coming out of the kitchen and I heard him referring to him as Stinger And it just clicked and I thought, you know what, that is the perfect nickname for him It's
2: clever, hey Sting, Do you get it Does everyone it's gets it, st- yeah, I, don't know. it just, I don't know how I feel about it right now It just suits you What would your other call you rather people called you? Sexy Just just Adam Just plain simple just Adam, Adam you know? No one calls you Adam? Nah apart from my mum and she's angry at me <laughs> Same Well mate thanks for <laughs> Thanks for coming in on your day off What would you be doing otherwise if you, uh, if you had a day off How would you be spending it? I'd have probably Just just woken up Maybe go out for a bit of food And then back to the house And just chilling Playing some Playstation Watching some telly What right. kind of games do you like? Oh, see we've been at our Fortnite, haven't we? fortnite has been all the rage recently Um so basically, for those of you who don't know, it's like a battle royale game. So and you drop in a, a math on your own, and then you've got to just basically fight to the death. Last one wins. Um, but I actually bought Spider Man the other day, so I've been swinging about in New York, saving kids and, and uh, you know, saving people from mugging, So it's been good fun. Mate, this was your
0: opportunity. I asked you what you're doing on your day off. This is your opportunity to be like, I wake up, I do a 10K. Oh, I, I, I watch I watch I watch three I watch three zebra games And make sure I really know what's going. No, on I would just
2: be lying. I spend, lying I spend my man, afternoon the at truth. the soup
0: kitchen, you know. The, the soup vol- <laughs> kitchen. Nah, not quite. <laughs> right, we can edit. out I can ask you again, and you go with that, and we'll yeah, just yeah, cut. Yeah. It. Right, yeah sorry, so, I'll Adam, see how see do you that. That. how do you usually spend your days off?
2: Uh, well, I got playing that stretch in the morning, yoga, six a.m. I wish. I wish Play, not
0: PlayStation. That's King not what Stinger does.
1: Stinger does not do that. Right, it's
0: mate. We're gonna we're gonna delve into your career, your entire life. This is this is gonna be an in-depth, sure, then. in-depth interview. Let's go right back to the start. You've been asked a hundred times about your old man, but that's I imagine where it all began. Um, do you, what was it like the first time you ever showed up at a rugby club, and it was your old man taking you? Was there is did people treat
2: you differently, or were you always just just little Adam? I don't know, why, like. Obviously, the big man's the big man. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose a few people know who he is. And over the years, I kind of clocked on that he was a—he was obviously, you know, famous or whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I think when I was younger, I didn't really didn't really make a difference to my life. Do you, you remember the his, first time you realised? Hang on, people know who my uh, dad is. Nah, I think it like because that's all I'd known. So mm-hmm. you know, when I met people or when I seen people stop him in the street and ask for a photo, you know, I go, okay, well. I mean, he must have been good at something, and um, yeah, obviously that was rugby. So, yeah, for a while it was just I didn't really realise, and then yeah, maybe I don't know, I don't know how old I was, but I Kevin clocked okay. He was half decent, and did yeah, you ever go and watch? Did you ever like? Nah, he retired the year I was born, or the year before I was born. So okay, did he? So I ended big guy's <laughs> career basically.
0: <laughs> did he? Did he ever like? You read in like these autobiographies about like parents who like militantly train their kids like have you read like Tiger Woods' autobiography when he's like his dad was like blaring music as him as he tees off to get his focus? did
2: was big gav doing that or was he pretty relaxed with the whole thing uh no nah, he was pretty <laughs> relaxed i think the the most blasting i got from my dad is when i didn't do the dishes or right, okay. my mom with the washing up so um uh, no nah, he was all right to be fair he wasn't ever too pushy you know i was quite into my football at a young age i actually stopped playing rugby after a couple of years because it was it was touch and I, I didn't like it. Was it. Sore. Yeah, it yeah, nah. looks like a footballer. <laughs> Dressed like a footballer. Ah, that's not a bad thing, is it? Nah, um, those shoes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I actually stopped playing rugby for a bit because I didn't enjoy it and I was really into my football. So um, and he he was fine with that. Just as long as I was doing sitting, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, but no, he was he was good. As was my mum. They weren't they weren't too pushy. They just kind of let me do what I wanted to do. So. And then who was, your, who was your first club, when did you get back into it, when was the first uh, club? I just went down to my local, or oh, my school, so I was Watson's and they had a mini rugby team, so I played down there, um, and then just went all the way through the school system, and happy days, eh?
0: So you see, both my parents are teachers, right, and everyone was like, oh, you'll grow up to be a teacher, and because they were both teachers, it was like the last thing I wanted to do, so I wondered if, because your dad and your uncle were both rugby players, did you ever think, right, I'm going to do the opposite, I, I don't want anything to do with that, or was it the well, other way
2: around? I don't know, I mean... I'm. I think I maybe enjoyed football more, you know, but just because. You any good? Me too. But, yeah. Genuinely, for uh, a bit. Just wanted. To play it was football. just good fun. Score. Have you ever scored a screamer, mate? It's the best <laughs> feeling in the world. <laughs> I've never experienced a moment when you score like, you score a goal, but you get angry that you've scored it. Like you see when footballers score screamers and they get angry, <laughs> they run off like shouting and screaming. Like that's what it was like. It was amazing. But uh, yeah, I used to play a lot of football when I was younger, and uh, it's just it's just a fun sport. Do you play as well, Actually,
1: I played. uh, I
2: started off playing
1: uh, rugby at Hillfoots Rugby Club when I was like six or seven. And then Mm -hmm. after a couple of years, ended up just kind of following my older brother's footsteps and got into uh, football. Played at a couple of, kind of... I I can say I played at a couple of pro-youth clubs, but at a young age, that doesn't really mean too much because the majority of those players kind of get axed out of that system when they're sort of 14, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. Um, So a bit of time at uh, Falkirk, a little mm. bit of time at Sterling Albion and a little bit of time at Aloe Athletic you know not massive clubs you are
2: a big centre back
1: I was a big centre back I just owned that area man <laughs> great headers I was good at scoring headers <laughs> man. that threat. was my thing I remember taking a shot from the half halfway line once and ricocheting off the, the bar and uh, this nice. guy in school so he's never heard the, the bar make a noise like that before it's the power <laughs>
0: Did you, would you have had an angry celebration as well? No,
1: nah, I was just like chilled out. I was like, kind of onto the next thing, you know.
0: You can do that in rugby, mode. You you run it from the halfway line. Can we expect to see the the screaming and anger?
2: Uh, nah, no screaming and anger. Got to be composed. Yeah. got to be composed now yeah got to take the emotion out of it I think that's the that's the key at the moment it
1: was like that I loved how you done that first game of the season at Connacht after the yellow card when you came off the field and, <laughs> and the fans were booing you and slaying you and you had the hands in the air saying noise it up boys come on <laughs> that was beautiful
2: it up. they were trying to get me to sit on some big red sin bin couch and John Mancetti manager was having none of it he was like he is not sitting on that couch <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was quite, quite ridiculous. Around. They're good fans, thing. though. Yeah.
0: There's
1: like a sofa, a big blown-up sofa, one uh, of those air sofas. Saying like, right, right across
0: it, as like. if it's not like bad enough. You've just been right. sent off. You have
2: to go sit on oh, the naughty, no. the actual oh, naughty no. step. <laughs> Shocking. We should get one of them. <laughs> I know, it just embarrass people. Yeah. Was that your first yellow card? Uh, first pro yellow card. Yeah. Prof- oh, yeah. First professional yellow card. Yeah. Nice. I think I had one at school. Actually, I had a red card at school. Actually. What for? <laughs> I don't want to say, it was bad. It was a scrap, wasn't it? it wasn't a scrap, I just you didn't bite did something did you? bad at a ruck. No, no biting, no biting. you joking, it was a, joking, a sack grab. I'd have killed him. That would have been in the news. Oh, mate, I'd have taken his eye out. No, I didn't bite him. It was a sack grab, wasn't it? <laughs> right, let's move I'll on. So you get a bone skull, mate. <laughs> let's move swiftly on.
1: This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast.
0: I want to talk about Bath then, because you moved. When how old were you when you moved to England and
2: Millfield, and how did that come about? So I was six or oh, seventeen. I just finished fifth year at Watsons, um, and my dad knew uh, someone who worked at Millfield, um, and he'd always said that going down to Cambridge was the best thing he'd ever done for his rugby. So he just thought, you know, because I mean, at Watsons, I think, I, I, we didn't lose a game. From primary six up until I left, Oof. so we. Were you, a, and were you always ten? Were you always? Uh, fly off? Yeah, I was always a fly half. Yeah, so we had a bloody good team. Uh, we just had a really good year group, and we won the Scottish Cup at under sixteen and under eighteen. So, there any other names in that team that we'd know now? Uh, Ali Miller plays for mm-hmm. Edinburgh our Sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Robbins, he was involved at Edinburgh. He's at Kerry yeah, now. Yeah, he's at Curry now. Uh, so, who else? Jake Carr, he plays for Leicester. He's a hooker. Um, he's in the academy, so that's a few of us. And then Neil Evan Hess, he was at Edinburgh, but, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he's at Melrose now, I think. So, um, not as a few of us, but I, so kind of won everything there was up in Scotland, and I just felt like I fancied a challenge, eh? So, and then. When my dad suggested, he's like, oh, "Would you what? How'd you feel about going to boarding school? Like, think it'd be good for your rugby and whatnot." And I was like, "No way!" Like, me and my mum just looked at each other. He mentioned it over dinner. I was like, "No way! Am I going to boarding <laughs> school in England? man. Like, <laughs> I'd hate that." So then I went down. My dad was like, "Look, come down. we we'll go on an open day and see what it's like." And went down and I don't know if you've seen this school, man, but it's the most incredible place. It's like a bloody I don't know. It's like an Olympic training facility. It's mm-hmm. just incredible. Right. Yeah, like hogwarts, pretty much. And um, no, it was just amazing. So, went down there and just kind of fell in love with the place. And then. Um, and have they got links to Bath? Are they? Yeah, affiliated? so they're linked to Bath. So, then, um, yeah, so end up going there. And then. You wanted to go to
0: Gloucester, though, you told me.
2: No, absolutely not. <laughs> Gloucester, worst club ever. Um, but, nah, yeah, so ended up signing for Bath. So, happy days. And then, how many caps did you get down there? How uh, many times oh did you play? Oh, God, maybe 12 caps. Uh, right. But a lot of them were two minute cameras off the bench it cracked me up well it didn't crack me up at the time I can laugh about it now one game I think we were playing Bristol in the Challenge Cup and there was about three minutes to go we were winning comfortably and uh, they were like Adam you're going on next next place. So I was like okay here we go another two minute cameo like come on and uh, we ended up scoring with 30 seconds left to play so I was like the team manager I was like Adam you're going on I was like I'm not going on like there's 30 seconds left I'm not going on she was like, Adam, get on the pitch So I went on the pitch George Ford took the kick And then the ref blew the <laughs> end of the game So <laughs> I, I literally walked on the pitch for a full time It was so well, embarrassing To huddle, to huddle, to watch George Yeah, CSK. I was just like I was so angry about, ugh, I can it's laugh about it, now. it It's a cap, you'll I, take, it. Take, it. take it So did you learn much from those guys? So was it George Ford who was at 10 your entire time? Uh, George Ford and Rhys Priestland were there um, mm-hmm. So yeah, now both both really approachable guys And um, yeah, great books. So I ended up um, yeah learning a lot off them. Um, you know they're both pretty professional. George Ford, especially. You know he, he knows his stuff. Um, he's just such a hard worker. So that no, was good for me. I think.
0: So want to talk about last season. So you come up to Glasgow, and then frustrating. I guess. What were you? What were you told? Were you told straight up you're going to get X amount of game time? How does that work?
2: Nah, they just like obviously when you so. When you end up signing, they go oh, right. Well, if you play well, you're going to play. So mm-hmm. that's I think that's kind of the sense that every club if you're playing well. well you actually, is play? that
0: is that across the board every position? It's just because Dave's been gone that in the media, isn't he? He's kind of like, listen, we're not picking on names, we're picking on form here. So
2: yeah, I think
1: that's one of the good things about the way Dave goes about his work is like if you are playing well, you're you're going to play regardless of who you are. Mm-hmm. Like even you know, there's a few club guys that have come in and, and performed mm-hmm. well and might be performing on the weekend for their club, and then before you know it, they're they're in training full time with us so uh, it's a great way to kind of go about uh, business and I guess it goes to show that you know if, if you play well you're, you're going to get a look in. Mm.
2: But yeah obviously so yeah I came up and then um, expected to play a, a tiny bit more, I hope to anyway um, and just for whatever reason you know got injured at the start of the season and then just kind of out the mix and it was a Oh, I had cut on your feet, knee. Lads. I remember that. I remember like, that. How, how did on that on. even happen? I, I caught it again, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you have a bad time over there. You no, know, I know. I don't want to go back. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, just got unfortunate. And you know, Finn and Horny were playing really well. To be fair to them, so um, it was always going to be hard for me. But then I ended up getting a bit of game time over the Six Nations, which, mm-hmm. which I think really helped me and was good for my confidence. Yeah.
0: And then, kind of, you you're in the form of your life at the minute. Um, where do you keep all your Man of the Match medals? Are you? How many has <laughs> it been so far? You've got three so far. I what? Mean, why, are you no, wearing, no. why are you wearing them today? You just I've only got you... three. Yeah. It's two. Three. You got one Ospreys away last season. Oh, oh right. Yeah. So including last
2: year. Two this year, one last Mate,
0: year. Mate, you're wearing them now. Why are you pretending?
2: Like <laughs> <now>? <laughs> I'm not wearing them. This is filmed, by the way. <laughs> um, ugh, I don't know what's happening. I don't think I deserved it, Um, you know, a couple of times. But I mean, sometimes it just goes like that. I think if you're in a. If you're in a ten jersey, I think you get quite a lot of good raps if the team wins. But I think it can also go the other way. If you, if you lose, you get quite a lot of bad raps. So,
0: But well, if I want to speak about that as well, with so much support around you, you've obviously got your family and you've got teammates. You've got the coach. Who, if you do have a shocker, who who is it that you fall back on? Who who do you pick up the phone to? Is it? Is it Dave? Is it your old man? Is it is it Wilson
2: or Cully? Smithers. <laughs> Absolutely not, Smithers, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. <laughs> you still live with Matt Smith? Nah, so Matt. Oh, Matt. He's a he's a good, he's a good mate of mine, but he's, he's done me out here. He's left the flat. He's moved in with his missus. It was heartbreaking, hate, wasn't it? It was love hate. It was a love two. hate, but a lot of love there. You know, it was an intense love, and it was <laughs> it was beautiful. But oh, he's left me now. It was it was heartbreaking when he told me. So he's he's moved in with his with his missus. Um, don't know what he's Bannock doing. I, I find it hard to talk about. Actually, I'm choking up right now. But he's moved to Bannockburn. The whole place is Bannockburn. Yeah, <laughs> up in Stirling, is he? It's Up in Stirling. He's a now. patriot. He's moved to the battlefield. But um, no, so I've moved in with a, a lad called Mark News, playing for Glasgow Hawks. So he's a good lad. Um, so he'll keep me right, hopefully. And is it him? So like, like I said, if if you were to have a shocker yet to happen this season, would um, oh, I don't know. Like I played, I thought I played pretty crap against Connor and. It's just one of those things, I think, you can tell people about it, you can look for advice, but you get over it. Oh, mm-hmm. I get over it, you know, as soon as the new week starts and you're focused on something else and review's out of the way, um, you're all good. I mean, this can be some pretty painful review sessions. Mm-hmm. So after um, the Yeah, well, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, and but, I can imagine for you, in particular, as a 10, who's literally making all the calls out there. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, if honestly, they're like, <laughs> I feel it. Like I'm like a back row. I'm involved in a lot of the play, but not often a lot of decisions yeah you're not responsible <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was funny yesterday man like we had a meeting an attack meeting and Jason O'Hara and the the attack coach he was um, <laughs> so we like we ended up flattening up basically and and we made a breach so I kind of just told the forwards to flatten up when we should have gone out the back and Bugs was like oh f- boys I don't think we should be flattening up there and I was like nah Bugs, I actually I actually told him to do it and he was like oh f- right <laughs> It was gold. Oh, that was funny. He man. doesn't mince his words. Hey? No, nah, he's he's a good lad. folks. I get yeah, I get along with him. He's a good coach, but that was funny. It cracked me up.
0: So, how have you found working under here, man, Dave? As well, is it different to what you've been used to previously? What are there?
2: Um, yeah, well, I had um, I had Todd Blackadder and Tobias Matson at um, at Bath, so they're both Kiwis. Um, so yeah, fairly similar. he's quite similar to Tobias Matson, I find. Um, you know, he's just—he's very much just do the obvious, and and it should work out, and just play. You know, rugby smarts and mm-hmm. and you should be okay. Um, and yeah, he loves to attack, doesn't he? Which is which I enjoy, and I'm sure a lot of the other boys enjoy as well. So now I've really enjoyed that. And then Are you give him freedom to be like, uh, yeah, to to a certain extent, I think if until you tell the forwards to flatten out, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell the forwards to flatten out, but yeah, no, given given a fair bit of freedom. Um, I mean, if it, if it doesn't work. You maybe maybe hold that freedom back a bit, but that's um, no, all good. And then I want to talk about
0: combinations as well. You a lot of class nines there, but also everyone talks about like nines and tens and the combinations they have. But is it? Actually, I want to speak about with you as well. But and as a ten, is who you've got outside of you equally as important
2: for for the kind of game you're going to be playing? Yeah, definitely. I think having a talk of twelve is huge. If you've got a, if you've got a really good communicating twelve, it's it's massive, and um, I think most of our centers are pretty good. Um, you know, Pete's obviously played a lot of ten, so I think he understands as well. And um, when he's when he's outside me, how, how important it is, and mm-hmm. he's very good at that. As are the other boys, to be fair. Um, and yeah, obviously having having a good nine helps, mm-hmm. which we do. We've got, got a few yeah. of them. Actually, what about you in that back
0: row? Is it is there different balances that you'll have to adjust your game to? Say you're playing with Wilson and Cully, for example. Is that different to playing with Fuzzy and Matt Fagg?
1: Yeah, I think it always changes. Like for instance if you know, say there's three sort of ball carrying players mm-hmm. playing in the back row, you're probably gonna carry less ball and you might end up sort of distributing a little bit more. Um it always changes. Um, you know, in certain games you might find yourself tackling more depending on who's playing and, and the way that they play. So yeah, it's it's always changing. I guess you always try you're trying to go out there and play your own game, you know, whatever that might be, but Um, There are subtle differences, I think, in in how you play the game depending on who's around you. Um, And I think, man, like, I think for any player on the pitch, like, if you're playing alongside like a 10 or a 9 that is just constantly speaking to you, just little small talk, man, it's so helpful.
0: Really? I was going to say, what is your relationship on the field? Are you always
1: we actually speak more than you would think yeah. like, I guess like an 8, eight 9 and 10 I yeah, think I get most set eye. pieces or at scrums you know, I'm asking him what I'm doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should know nah uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying not sure man. Nah, <laughs> I, is, is that, I think <laughs> I carrot, carrot. <laughs> but, uh, but we, we speak quite a lot like obviously there's that link between the forwards and backs and, and most of that stuff comes through us uh, ball being at the back of the scrum and, and quite a lot of the time the back rows are out in the uh, back line off line outs and stuff so um, yeah, we we have a a reasonably tight relationship on the field, and to be honest, like most tens that I have played with, I chat away quite often when I'm
2: out there.
0: And do you do what he tells you to do, regardless? Do you ha- do you have to trust in his judgment calls, or well, every now and then we think,
2: nah. Ashy's is no. loose, man. He just <laughs> runs about and you know just takes space, and it's it's good. It's fun to play with. I am kind of like that. Yeah. I, like,
1: I don't know. Like probably. Uh, most of the time because the ball's coming through him he makes a decision and I just do whatever mm-hmm. he does like he might thread a kick through or he might pass it to me but um, like it's all really spontaneous in the yeah. moment obviously um, but yeah I'd like to think that like when out there I can kind of just play off you yeah. like you make the decisions and I'll kind of react to whatever that is and I think that's like I don't know that's something that I think is emphasised quite a lot in the way that we play rugby at Glasgow it's like you know, we, they want us to do the obvious thing, and yeah. they want play, to encourage players to actually just make decisions on the fly rather than relying on, on ins, you know yeah. this is what we're we're doing and this is the play we're running. You know, if something opens up, then then take that, make that decision and, and and run that. So, I don't know. I, I like that, and he obviously mm-hmm. plays that way as well. So, you well, know, I think to be honest, most Tens probably do. Uh, uh, I you think have you to have it. a
2: bit about that, yeah.
1: have that about you to be to be playing in that position.
2: I think cool with a lot of the boys in our team as well, they're all very instinctual players and just quite a lot of raw ability if you look at boys like Nico he's just pure instinct you know if he sees a gap he'll go if he sees space he'll kick to it and get the ball back so it's just it's just stuff like that i think instinct's pretty important and i think we've got a lot of that
1: Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast <laughs>
0: You've been nominated for McCrae Financial Services Warrior of the Month. You asked me and Ashley to vote for you on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> um, How many times can you vote for yourself, by the way? i was it all these Twitter I've accounts. done it before. Oh, nice,
2: nice. <laughs> no, I've not actually.
0: If you weren't voting for yourself, there's Xander's up for it, Johnny and Rob Harley. Who would you be
2: picking out of those three? Uh, oh, I mean that's a tough one. You know they all work so hard. Rob Harley just he'd run into a brick wall for you. So he doesn't get an awful lot of
0: recognition, Rob, does he? He doesn't get the. I th- a little bit more recently,
2: though. Yeah, hmm. maybe. He's his hands uh, in the ball. Yeah, he's been carrying. Yeah, nah, he's he's awesome. He just keeps keeps running, you know, no matter how tired he is. He's one of those boys that just run till he drops. Um, but Johnny's amazing as well. You know, he's he's a, he's a great 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 player, good talker. You know, bosses that line it really well, but. I think for me it probably would have been Xander. I think he's been playing some amazing rugby, and it's so unfortunate he got mm-hmm. injured. I felt so bad for him in that in that cheaters game because he was playing class against monsters. Especially, I thought he was amazing. So, mm-hmm. Aye, Big Z. You know what I think as well. Ever since Rob Harley got rid of that salad, he's been
1: playing absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> the salad, yeah, you know, well, like his hair, he got his haircut. All right. Ever since he got rid Didn't of that, it he's it been it. honestly, he's been on fire. So oh, that's it, mate. I think he's had a good start to the season. Uh, he's Do you know been... what else
0: is a good omen, by the like, way? Being on this podcast, Lee Jones on it last week, two tries. Host, oh, Ollie Kevill, Hugh Jones on it two weeks ago, a try each. Touch he's me. hosting it, he's scoring tries for fun to start the season. So, mate, <laughs> another man of the match this week, another three <laughs> this match. season. A hat trick, mate. Oh. We're setting it up for you.
2: It's my birthday as well on Friday. Good birthday hat trick. Yeah, isn't your birthday
0: on Friday.
2: We'll be celebrating after the win. I feel old. 22 is old, eh? It's getting
1: there, I'm 25 and I'm like, man, how did this happen? Mm.
0: I'm 27, I look like I'm 40. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Keep
0: eating your veg. Keep keep eating my veg. Um, Summer tour, when did you find out
2: you you were going? God, when was it? It was maybe a couple of weeks before the Scarlet's game at the end of the season, so. um, And Gregor came to training. Mm Mm-hmm. And I trained like an absolute idiot that day. I remember spotting him in the stands near the start and I was training like an absolute idiot. Um, and then he pulled me aside afterwards. And I was thinking, oh God, is he going to tell me or is he going to tell me I'm not going <laughs> after that training session? Um, but now, thankfully he was just like, look, we're taking you on tour. Um, and yeah, it was just amazing. I don't really remember much else of what he said. I was just buzzing. Do you remember, in, do you not remember in David Lloyd, me and you and David Lloyd, at, like again? And,
0: and I came up to you and I was like, mate, congrats. And you hadn't been told yet. Do you not remember? Oh, that? no. <laughs> Do you not remember? Oh, <laughs> maybe. We David like, I came up to you. Oh, yeah, I, maybe I'd, I'd been sent the squad and I assumed you'd been told. So I came up to you. I was like, mate, congrats. And you are like, what? Well, maybe. And, and I
2: was like, I'm such a good season. So oh, like, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I was worried that at the training session, because I trained like a fan, you might have taken it back. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I, I think everybody knew before you and you as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Oh, well i And you
0: I'm enjoyed
2: happy, it out there? Your dad came up to watch in Houston, hey? Yeah, he was doing, uh, he had a dinner on in Houston or something, as he always well, that's does. That's Mr. Worldwide, isn't Mr. it? Mr. Worldwide, wow. Mr. 305. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so aye, that was good that he was there, you know. It's just shame, obviously, my parents or my family weren't there for my first cap in Canada, but it's a long way to go mm-hmm. uh, for just a game or 20 minutes as I was on for. Hey, how did you enjoy Vancouver, though? Yeah, no, Vancouver is amazing. I uh, stayed right in Granville Street, so in the middle, and uh, it's a it's a nice place. Lots well, of good sights to see. Ah uh, man, I love it. Favorite place in the world mm. for me. I could definitely live there. Eh? Everyone's so friendly. I've not been, man. You Clean, go. You know, you out, out. You'd Clean. have a great Clean. time Clean. out there oh, Jack, after South Jack. Africa. Jack. You'd enjoy it out there. Just working <laughs> hard, working hard,
0: <laughs> working hard. Exactly. All <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> uh, Europe's around the corner. Um, you know our oppositions well. We were talking about it on the way yeah. in. Um, Sarri's... Saris
2: first up did you ever play against Saris when you were at Bath I did actually um, oh god so we played Saris I think we were up by two points with ten minutes to go and Dan Bowden got a concussion so I was on for the last ten um, I think it was only my sixth game for Bath so I was absolutely cacking myself and um, I ended up going for a 45 metre drop goal yes that <laughs>
1: stinger written on it.
2: <laughs> but which I obviously missed um, and they ended up Getting a pen- they end up getting the ball back got a penalty 45 out and took the kick um, to try and beat us and thank god he missed man, because oh, really? I would have got it <laughs> um, but yeah so played them once for. and they're a good team so Where should be those a good 45 metre
0: drop goals been at Scottson this
2: year? Uh, oh look it's too windy I mean maybe if I get the wind by my back I'll, I'll whack one out on Friday but what would I the don't think Rens like would be if too happy like, but, yeah, if I went for that what would the review be like if he missed one of them? <laughs> Like I don't know I'd get another <laughs> from Boggs, probably <laughs> actually you got one of them didn't you, haven't you? what a drop goal Aye. or a <laughs> you from
1: <Bokes>? uh <laughs> well I tried to slot a drop goal in sixth year uh, school rugby and uh, we were beating this team by about 70 points and the coach pulled me off to the side of the pitch after I done it and he said don't do that ever again that's so disrespectful you're a forward
0: yeah my, my, one of my best mates um, was at a county trial and he, he was a prop and he, he came on, came off the bench on the hour. Tried a chip and chase, and came off after 62 <laughs> minutes. Like just oh like my god, <laughs> him off. He always said he was a prop in a, he was a ten in a props body. Ah,
1: well, if you're John Welsh, remember John Welsh's chipped class. for Newcastle. That, that was phenomenal.
2: Oh, yeah, George Turner loves a little chip, doesn't he? Uh, he loves a little chip. I haven't so seen him do that yet. Uh, you don't want to? No, it's not not very sight. So actually, Scarlett last year put in an all right one. Oh you, well, you did. No. No, George. George Turner. Did he actually? Put in an all right kick, I think. Yeah, he hacked out of the touchline. I, I remember, I remember. remember. Yeah.
0: Um, Zebrae this weekend, they're a whole different animal to what they have been in recent years. What's the review been like? What have you been analysing about those guys?
1: I think um, the big difference this year is like. Every game in the Pro 14 is a game that you could get beaten. Like there, there's mm-hmm. no, I think, you know, in previous years, <laughs> there's maybe been a lot of chat about potential weaker teams um, and teams that are probably not at the pace. And I guess, you know, looking back over the past few years, you'd maybe have put the Italian teams in that bracket. But, you know, the thing is this season, it just seems like the, all teams have kind of came up to that level mm-hmm. where... You know, each and every team has the potential to be anyone on their day. So, you know, the big thing for us this week is, you know, respecting them and you know having a good look at what they've done so far this season. They've been extremely physical. Uh, they've they've liked to move the ball about quite a lot, a lot of offloading, and and they've scored some fantastic tries. So, um, you know, for us, we're going to have to put in a, a big shift on Friday night. Go out there, work hard for each other, and uh, and play well to beat these guys. You know, they're they're no mugs.
2: Yeah, no, I think like they've every team in this conference has got you know those like flary players who can just create something out of nothing. So yeah, I think we've got to be you no know, respecting this week. We had a big shock against the Southern Kings. I think as Ashley said, we maybe expected it to be um, a bit easier than than it was, and it certainly certainly was a hard game. So. Um, and they put us to the sword, so I think yeah, we can't be can't be resting on our laurels again.
0: but Even after the Dragons' win, Dave brought that up, didn't he, in the dressing room afterwards? Brought up the Kings again and said, "This isn't. We don't forget that now." Mm-hmm. But is that something you you think we'll be re- revisiting throughout the season? That the feeling that we had after that game, just to keep us kind of slightly grounded, slightly level.
1: I think so. I mean, you know, the big thing for me that that kind of triggers in my mind is that you know, regardless of who we're playing, we have to go out there and work hard for each other because we're not. A superstar team that can go out and you know got all these x factor at times yes when we click but you know you know we're not good enough to go out there and rely on three or four players just to score fantastic tries and for the rest of us not to work hard for each other mm-hmm. Um so that's what you know that really speaks to me um i don't know what it says to you stinger but you know we've got to go out there and, and work hard and be willing to put our bodies in the line for for 80 minutes in order to win games
0: and are people on the pitch if if you are kind of Jogging rather than sprinting, uh, who are the people on the pitch
2: shouting at you, telling you to get up a bit quicker or get into position? Stinger. <laughs> I don't be, I think a lot, most of the boys would to be honest with you, have they seen that? Um, yeah. I think the best thing about our team is we're all really fit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we work we work really hard for each other, so, yeah, look, we've got a lot of kind of enforcers, I think if you look at our, our back row, that's probably where, where you'll get most of the enforcing from, so, obviously we've got the co-captains, Collie Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, boys like Ashy, Fuzzy as well. Um, these, you know, big the hard men, if you like to call them, they, they'll it's they'll they'll be off the hard, bro. Yeah, have <laughs> the hard men.
0: Well, mate, thanks so much for joining us. We need to remind people that those European games, there are spaces on the charter out to Leon. So the fans, we've done it before. The fans can join us all the way to Leon. They can come, spend the day with the team, flying with the team, and they can hopefully watch us getting away. But you know, we were speaking on the way here about Carl Ferns. Yeah, up from Bath. He's at Leon. He's talking about big, big, hard men. He's one of those. Yeah, you're not going to enjoy him charging at you. Ugh, it's all right. I'll just be a little speed bump.
1: <laughs> Chop him, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, and then as well, tickets for the game against Ebre are still available. And then if you get a ticket, you'll be sent a code for free bus travel to the game. Stinger, thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Cheers.
1: Cheers, Sting Legend. Alaska Warriors, official podcast
2: with Jack and Ashy.